And now, the show that's all about real estate and a little bit about everything else. Hosted by two guys that are too embarrassed to admit in public how long they've been investing in real estate. It is the Investor Guys Podcast with host Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills. And welcome to a Tuesday edition of the Investor Guys Podcast. Mr. Bill Barnett, how are you doing? I'm doing good, my brother. It's always great to see you enjoying a cup of uh, bulletproof coffee. Uh, my favorite mug with my, uh, this picture is pretty old, but it's pictures of my boys, my middle son. This one is starting uh, his first classes at Oklahoma today uh, as a sophomore. And then this one is uh, starting his second week of school as a sophomore in high school. So that, that, that's, gosh, this mug is four or five years old. But And you know what that means, right? It means we're getting older too. Yeah, we are. And you know what? The mugs are holding up better than we are. So. <laughs> that is true, my friend. That is true. The mugs are doing their job. So... Today, I was thinking we might talk about something we've 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 kind of talked a little bit about here and there different times, but let's let's just jump in both feet and let's do a show today and let's do a show next Thursday uh, on okay. tax liens and tax deeds. And let's focus today on tax deeds and we'll focus yep. on Thursday on tax liens. And honestly, we're not going to go into even the breakdown of what the differences are between liens and deeds, because you should already know that. But if you watch both shows, you'll understand those differences. Now, a tax deed and a tax lien for us as investors, okay, and whether you decide you want to do this or not, this is something that I've done. This is something that Bill's done. This is not something that I still do. I don't know if Bill does or not. To me, it's not worth the time and the effort for for the return on the investment. Um, when someone doesn't pay their taxes, if you own your, if you own property, you know this, if you don't pay your, your taxes, sooner or later, you're going to lose your property to the county. That's either done through a lien or a deed. The specifics of that, like I said, we'll get into on each of the different shows. Today, we're going to talk about deeds. And one of the best deed states, and we'll get into that as well, is Texas, right there where Bill is sitting. And the two big reasons for Texas being a great place is, first of all, you get 25% return on your investment, which is in, in tax deed and lean lingo, that's that's the biggest, okay? 25% and 50% year two, if it goes into year two. Uh, your redemption period in Texas is six months unless the property is homesteaded, and then it's two years. Um, we'll get into some specifics on that, but I want to jump to another state that works a little different and is also a deed state, and that is California. Now, California, uh, Bill actually has some information on the property tax debt that's coming up this particular uh, 2021, okay, for California. To give you an idea of the amount of money that these counties take in every year on, on property tax, um, and then we'll go into the specifics on how it works in California, and then we'll also cover Texas. So the newly released, what just this year for one county, LA County, of course, it's the biggest county in California, and it's one of the biggest counties in the country population-wise. LA County property tax for the year is 1.76 
trillion with a T as capital T terrible $1.76 trillion. Um, how, in the, you know, this is the old, uh, I, for years, I, I managed money for high net worth individuals, a lot of doctors. And I was naive enough that I wondered many times how in the world uh, do these guys not have two nickels to rub together? Uh, they make $800,000 a year, 300,000, 500, whatever the number happens to be. And I was talking to my dad one day and, and we were reacting about this and he goes, well, you understand how that works, right? And I'm like, well, no, that's why we're talking about it. And he goes, well, if you make 500,000 a year and you spend 510,000 a year, you don't have two nickels to rub together. And so here is LA County and here's the state of California, LA County bringing in $1.76 trillion in one year on this one tax alone and yet just drowning in red ink as the whole state is. Uh, and that's, all, uh, it's almost hard to fathom, but to put you, some quick perspective, that's almost $2 trillion. Okay. That is more yeah. than what they're trying to pass right now in Congress. Okay. That is going to straddle the American people with additional tax debt. That's how much money we're talking about. Um, now, the way this works in California, if you don't pay your property tax, okay, you have five years before your property goes to tax sale. So if you don't pay your taxes for five years, you've got five years to get them caught up. So if you don't pay in five years, that is on you because five years is more than enough time. If you don't pay your property taxes, it will go to a sale. And it's the sale is held at the LA Arboretum and it's right on the edge of Pasadena. I think it's actually Arcadia, California, which is Los Angeles County. And they spend days and days and they go over every single property. It could be improved properties. That means it has a structure on it. It could be unimproved properties. That means it's just vacant land. Uh, once you purchase that deed, you have six months to exercise that, whether you're going to take possession of that property or not. If there's somebody in that property, you are responsible for giving them the legal notice, serving them and evicting them from that property because you are now the owner of the property. Now, we're coming up on a break, but we're going to talk about the difference between a deed and a warranty deed because when we buy deeds from tax sale, they are not warranty deeds. So we have just a plain deed or in the case of Texas, it's a hybrid. It's called a hybrid deed, which is a lien that converts to a deed, which really is what most states have anyway. Uh, we'll get to that in just a minute. We're going to take a quick break. Thanks, Dan. The Real Estate Buyers events hosted by Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills are the most powerful way to put high-performing investment properties into your portfolio. Investment properties that exceed 50% or greater annual ROI in markets where Bill and Kevin have actual real estate investing experience. Get the resources, find people on the ground to add to your team at the next Investors Real Estate Buyers Event. You can find out more information at realestatebuyersevent.com. That's realestatebuyersevent.com. We'll see you there. You want to be a real estate investing millionaire? Be able to buy a luxury car or maybe a nice boat? How about a bigger house in a nice neighborhood? 
Being a real estate millionaire is a dream come true for so many, and it was for me at one time also, but in a world of half million dollar cars, multi-million dollar planes and yachts and vacation homes that cost in the tens of millions of dollars, why would I settle for just being a millionaire? I want more and you should too. New for 2022, the Billionaire Training Academy, the only program of its type designed to create billionaires. This program is not about real estate strategies. It's about scaling real estate strategies, starting small and growing into multi-million dollar deals and beyond. It's about the business of building a billion dollar real estate empire, setting your business up to do and obtain business credit, funding, and more. Understanding where to go and how to obtain literally limitless funding for real estate projects and being able to put together the types of high caliber projects that are going to show multi-million dollar profits for your business. This program is about building your business team, business structure, structuring partnerships, and attracting more investment capital than you'll ever have projects to apply it to. This program will show you how to build a billion dollar real estate investing empire by building the business that will drive it, power it, support it, manage it, and more. This is not an event where we're going to try and dazzle you with light shows and feel good sing-alongs. This is an exclusive one-week intensive program. This is Billionaire CEO Training Bootcamp. This is roll up your sleeves, get to work, and get started right away. From the moment you arrive, we'll treat you like the CEO founder of a growing billion-dollar real estate investing company that you are. Come ready to get started, and that is exactly what will happen. Read more and get signed up at thebillionairetrainingacademy.com. That's billionairetrainingacademy.com. And we're back, and today we're talking tax liens and deeds, primarily deeds today, and we'll do liens on Thursday, so make sure you catch that show on Thursday. And quick plug, if you guys want to catch any of our shows, InvestorGuysPodcast.com, InvestorGuysPodcast.com. Yeah. We're also on all of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, you can also catch us on Facebook and YouTube. If you catch us anywhere, like us, share us, follow Subscribe. us. Subscribe, yeah, all that stuff. How many people are out there uh, paying attention to what's going on? So getting back- I was, Go ahead. I was doing a, a podcast on Hard Money last week uh, with my great friend, Dutch Mendenhall. And Dutch was like, man, I, I listen to the Investor Guys podcast every chance that I get. And so what platforms are you on? And I'm like, you're kidding, right? And he said, no, what platforms are you on? I'm like, well, what do you listen to us on? He said, well, I listen to you on Spotify, but are you on anything else? I was like, no, we're not. We're only on like 18 other platforms. Yeah. If you can think of it, we're on there. We are. We're on, <laughs> on Apple Music. We are on Pandora. We are we are out there pretty much everywhere. Uh, and that's honestly, that's that's because fortunately there's a service that we use that puts us out onto all of those. We're not actually putting them out individually into each one of those different ones. Um, oh, what I really like about it, it's so hard to do that. What's that? That's because we work so hard to do that. Hey, we work so hard other secrets. things, trying to keep up with all this. What I, what I like about this is a lot of podcasts don't do the video. And I like that somebody can actually come and watch you know, our video and our crazy looking faces. And every once in a while, we actually do do graphics and things like that we put up on the screen. Uh, so I think that's beneficial. If you if you have the time and you have the ability to catch us, uh, see our, our, our handsome mugs on your uh, phone or computer oh, screen or, or wherever, uh, you're in for a treat. So if you need to catch that, you can do that. Like I said, Investor Guys podcast, we're also on Facebook and we are also on, on YouTube. Now, jumping back into tax deeds. Texas is one of the greatest places that you can buy tax deeds. And let's go over that process really quick because different states have different processes. In some states, you bid down the interest on the deed. In other states, you bid the amount up on the deed. Now, we'll go over the differences of how that works. But real quick, in Texas, what is it? Is it Are we this bidding you're up? You're going to bid up, yeah. So we're bidding it's up. It's going to start with the the owed amount, and then what are you willing to pay over that? Right. 
Now, now um, let's I, let's clarify a couple of myths that people have about liens, deeds, and tax certificates as well. So what is the purpose? Why, what's the motivation? Why is it that people want to buy a lien deed or certificate? Uh, you're asking me, it's, it's for the return. Actually, it depends. A lot of people, especially when they're new, they think they're going to get the property. I would say yeah. 99% of the time, you're not going to get the property. Right. Okay? So, so, so you hit it. There, there is two reasons. You hit both of them. The first the one is is return. They're on your investment. They're getting a, a great rate of return if they don't know any better. Twenty five percent sounds like an amazing rate of return if you don't know any better. Um, you and I look at forty and fifty as the absolute minimum yeah. year on year, and we're walking if we're not getting that. And typically, we're getting significantly above that because we know other things that are just as safe and could possibly, sounds sacrilegious, but could possibly be even safer um, than a lien dealer certificate. Now, so that, that dispels myth number one. And then myth number two is I'm gonna get a house and I have a really uh, good friend, great marketer, you know him as well. I'm not gonna embarrass him by calling his name out who has made millions and millions of dollars uh, teaching people how to buy liens, deeds, and certificates. But the facts are the, which I don't create these, the, uh, if you look at statistically, it's less than 3% of homes are foreclosed on for non-payment of property taxes. Does it happen? Well, yeah, it does happen. But you got a, uh, a two and a half percent chance, two and three quarters percent chance, less than three, uh, of getting it. So if you're going in for that reason, then you just need to know that on the front end. If you're going in because you think this is an incredible rate of return, then you need to look at what other things are out there and we will <coughs> teach you how to get amazing rates of return. So um, when necessary, I feel the urge to be the myth buster uh, with real estate. And that's and one, one of them. That bubble to bust also uh, from somebody who has gotten properties and knows people who've gotten properties. Most times, if you do actually end up with the property, it is usually trashed. It is and that trashed is 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 your best hope. Honestly, yeah. when you get this particular property, um, a lot of times people will bid on properties. They don't know which property they bid on. They bid on the wrong property and they get out there to check it out. And it's a property that burnt down, which is why nobody paid the property taxes on it. Yeah. Um, do your due diligence. But again, if you're going to do this, you need to be doing this because you're wanting that 25% the first year and 50% the second year. And again, uh, this is the difference between homestead and non-homesteaded properties. So if a property is homesteaded, Okay, you've got a two-year redemption period on this property. Also, keep in mind, if they didn't pay the taxes on the tax year that you bought, they may not be paying the taxes on the following year or the following year either. Okay, they may pay it all at the very end just before they're going to lose their property. Now, if you've bought it first year, somebody can come in and buy those taxes again second year and they buy you out of that position. So, you know, you've been bought out, you get your 25% return but you no longer have that 50% position. They don't either. They bought it out at, at, at their year and that's 25%. Now, yeah. one of the questions that I used to always have asked, and, and I know the answer, I'm sure you do too, is 
when they bid up the amount on the tax lien. So the property owner, let's say the property owner owns, owes $50,000. Uh, the deed goes for $75,000. Now, two questions, the 25%, is the 25% paid on 50,000 or is it paid on 75,000? And the homeowner only owes 50,000. So what happens to that additional $25,000? Does the county keep it? Well, yeah, the county keeps it and they uh, it's paid on the, the tax amount. Okay, so, so. the, the 50,000 is paid on the past due amount. Mm -hmm. The property owner can request anything that's paid over the, the, the past due property taxes. The property owner can request that. that. So if the they county, know that. Yes, if they know that. So the yeah. county would have to actually issue a check for $25,000 uh, to the property owner. Now, and your, what happens if they don't know that? If they don't know that, it depends upon the state. To be honest, uh, it will go. It will go as a check at closing to the property owner when when the property is defaulted upon when they do the judgment for the default, um, or the county keeps it and it just goes into their slush fund. Yeah. Now, here's Which likely means that they're not going to get anything because the great likelihood is, so I don't want people to get off on the wrong track with this. The likelihood is if they're not paying their property taxes, they're not paying their payments. Right. And here's, and here's the other important thing too, before we go into break. Okay. We're talking about doing this for the right reasons. Again, the right reasons are because you want the return on your investment. If you bid $75,000 to get this particular tax deed, you're not getting 25% on 75,000. Right. You're getting 25% on 50,000. So you're actually getting closer to 18% on your money versus 25%. Yep. So and this is always, always going to be one of those situations where it's bid up each time. They don't bid mm -hmm. tax liens down. The only thing time, sorry, deeds down. The only time they do that is if they're bidding down the interest. And like I said, different states do it different ways. Now, a couple yeah. of really quick points that we're going to make when we get back and then we're going to talk about the difference between warranty deeds and non-warranty deeds, because this is also important when it comes time for purchasing tax deeds. We'll be back in just a minute. You want to be a real estate investing millionaire? Be able to buy a luxury car or maybe a nice boat? How about a bigger house in a nice neighborhood? Being a real estate millionaire is a dream come true for so many, and it was for me at one time also. But in a world of half-million-dollar cars, multi-million-dollar planes and yachts and vacation homes that cost in the tens of millions of dollars, why would I settle for just being a millionaire? I want more, and you should too. New for 2022, the Billionaire Training Academy, the only program of its type designed to create billionaires. This program is not about real estate strategies. It's about scaling real estate strategies, starting small and growing into multi-million dollar deals and beyond. It's about the business of building a billion-dollar real estate empire, setting your business up to do and obtain business credit, funding, and more. Understanding where to go and how to obtain literally limitless funding for real estate projects and being able to put together the types of high caliber projects that are going to show multi-million dollar profits for your business. This program is about building your business team, business structure, structuring partnerships, and attracting more investment capital than you'll ever have projects to apply it to. This program will show you how to build a billion dollar real estate investing empire by building a business that will drive it, power it, support it, manage it, and more. This is not an event where we're going to try and dazzle you with light shows and feel good sing-alongs. This is an an exclusive one-week intensive program. This is Billionaire CEO Training Bootcamp. This is roll up your sleeves, get to work, and get started right away. From the moment you arrive, we'll treat you like the CEO founder of a growing billion-dollar real estate investing company that you are. Come ready to get started, and that is exactly what will happen. Read more and get signed up at thebillionairetrainingacademy.com. That's billionairetrainingacademy.com. 
Whether you are a new investor or seasoned investor wanting to add high-performing real estate properties to your investment portfolio, you should consider joining Bill Barnett and Kevin Mills at their next Real Estate Buyers event. Real Estate Buyers events are five powerful days aimed at putting performing properties into investors' portfolios. Learn from Bill and Kevin in markets where they actually invest. Learn the strategies they use, where to buy, what to buy, what not to buy. Actual resources and personnel on the ground to start building your team and supercharge your investing efforts. Learn more at realestatebuyersevent.com. That's realestatebuyersevent.com. We'll see you there. Yeah, I told you my... And we are back, and today we are talking about tax deeds, and join us on Thursday, and we'll talk about tax liens. Now, when you purchase the tax deed, and in most states, it's actually going to be, there. they're called deed states and they're called lien states, but in deed states, it's typically a lien that is going to convert to a deed. Now, in Texas, because we're talking about Texas, as well as California, because we're talking about California too, the purchaser of that tax debt will receive what is called a non-warranty deed. Now, a non-warranty deed means that there has been no title service provided on that deed because when we purchase that, that deed, we don't actually own the property, okay? We have six months to two years before that property owner can redeem it from us, okay? So we don't technically have, we own that property, but we don't own that property. We can't go and make improvements on that property. We can't, we can't legally walk on that property because we're trespassing. Uh, and keep that in mind when you're doing your due diligence. Don't go just walking around yeah. properties and putting your head in windows, I, especially in places like Texas. Uh, <laughs> you might get shot. Yes, uh, because you don't and, own the property. And I want to interject one thing so I don't miss it. You know, I, I've seen this, with, that people have done this when they uh, were not fully educated about these things, where the homeowner has moved out. And so they're like, okay, I, I bought it. Um, it's mine. I, and that's the thought process. It's empty. They go in and they start rehabbing the property. And then five months later, the homeowner shows up and pays the taxes. And they're like, well, you owe me. Uh, I've spent $30,000. Like, oh, no, I don't owe you anything. You improved my property. I didn't improve yours. I'm just taking my property back. Yeah. The other thing that can happen, and I, my, one of my real estate attorneys had this conversation with me. He said the even worse than that is when a homeowner shows up, they redeem the property. They show up and say, oh, you've gone in and damaged my property, even though you may have completely rehabbed it. And it's... Uh, three times more valuable or three times prettier inside than it was prior to you've damaged my property. You have to put my property back in the same condition it was in. Or, or pay, to have have to, it, pay to have it or, put back in the position. Yeah. yeah. Or pay me a, or we'll settle out of court. And oh my gosh, that's uh, you can imagine the, uh, the irony of that, but you have to know what your rights are as the buyer, as the purchaser. You've got to know what you have the rights to do and not do. And it's not quite as simple as uh, a lot of people might make it sound like. So 
Make sure you investigate so that you don't make a mistake that could cost you thousands of dollars and cost you a ton of time uh, when there's really uh, no reason for that. It's just understanding what you have the right to do and not to do. Right. Your deed comes in first position. But again, when you purchase that deed, you have no title guarantee on it. You have no warranty or anything else. So you don't know if there are any uh, easement uh battles going on. You don't know if there's any legal battles going on regarding the property. You don't know if there's uh, anything that's going on. You also mm -hmm. don't know if there are IRS liens on the property. The only thing that does not go away is an IRS lien. The IRS lien still takes first position. So it trumps your deed. Now, can you usually negotiate with the IRS? Yes, usually, but not always. Okay. And again, remember, this is a this is a scenario where you think you're going to get the property. All right. Most times yeah. you're not going to get the property. Uh, the other thing to allude to what Bill was talking about is when we when we purchase this thing, remember, we've got two more years on this lien. Okay. If they didn't pay the following year, then somebody else can buy that from us. If we've done anything to that property, that next person is now in line for that. And that's assuming the homeowner doesn't or the property owner doesn't yep. redeem that deed. Uh, so you're basically going to take this thing and you're going to put it on your desk or in a file cabinet or in your safe or something like that until the redemption period comes up. If the redemption period comes up, you honestly don't have to worry about it. You don't have to call the clerk and say, hey, did they pay their tax bill? Did they pay their tax bill? Did they pay the tax bill? As soon as they pay the tax bill, you'll get a check and it will yeah. automatically sure. render your deed or your lien null and void. Uh, if you're looking yep. for an investment that's going to be better than, say, a money market account or just your money earning interest in the bank, this is absolutely it. It's a superior investment. Uh, as far as me and as far as real estate investors who want to invest in real estate and who are uh, more focused on our returns, okay, this is a lot of work and a lot of headache and a lot of due diligence for 25%. And again, remember, Texas is on that high yep. end at 25%. Many states are much lower, like 7%. So yep. if you are doing this because you've got nothing but money and you just can't buy enough properties, then great. Okay. If you're looking for a good return on investment that is honestly going to require less due diligence, is going to put more money in your pocket quicker, and is going to give you a actual investment that you can tangibly look at, feel, kick, see, touch, put tenants into, buying real estate is, is what Bill and I prefer to do. Uh, we'll talk about liens though, because honestly, you can't call yourself a real estate investor if you don't understand how this works and you don't understand how what we are doing is superior to buying tax liens and tax deeds. Yeah. Anything you've to got add a, before we get out of here? Yeah. If you've got a copy of the first edition, first edition of Are You Dumb Enough to Be Rich? There is an entire section on liens, deeds, and certificates. When I did the second edition, uh, there had been a ton of changes. There was a lot of information I wanted to include in the first edition that just made it too big. So I left it out. When I did the second edition, there had been uh, a lot of changes around the country in leads, deeds, and certificates. So I pulled that section out to be able to put in uh, what I didn't put in the first time. You have to have 25% uh, completely new content, not revised, completely new for it to be considered a second edition, which means that, that the publishing world looks at it as a whole new book. 
and so first edition has tax lien student certificates. You can jump on Amazon and buy that, but make sure you're buying the first edition, not the second, because you will not have that. And real quick too, while I'm thinking about it, this is a point I meant to bring up earlier and didn't. Whatever doesn't sell at the auction, okay, goes into basically a, a separate fund. They call it a fund, but you're able to purchase it over the counter. And if if it's not purchased over the counter and it still goes into uh, delinquent taxes, then the county owns that property and the county will sell those usually on a sealed bid situation. But if you're going to a busy county in, in Texas, like Tarrant County, Dallas County, Harris County, Bayer County, any of those counties, don't expect there to be any deeds left over. If you're going to yep. smaller counties, um, then whatever doesn't sell at the auction, and sometimes it's everything because no one even shows up for the auction. It goes into a fund that you're available to purchase usually 90 days afterwards. You're able to buy that over the counter and then you will be able to purchase that deed at face value of the deed and be able to get that 25% the first year and 50% the second year if it's not, yep. homest if it's homesteaded. So yep. that wraps it up for us, I think. We will see you guys on Thursday when we'll talk about tax liens. Thanks for joining us. Learn more about the Investor Guys podcast, including upcoming events and appearances at www.investorguyspodcast.com. That's www.investorguyspodcast.com.